Welcome to Point by Point, conversations, interviews, and legal commentary for today's business professionals. Brought to you by Waller. Welcome to Point by Point. This is your host, Morgan Ribeiro. On today's episode, I am joined by Laura Merritt. Clients call upon Laura for guidance when facing intellectual property disputes and when business relationships have gone wrong. As shopping centers, restaurants, and hospitality companies across the country begin to reopen, Laura is here to share her thoughts with us on the value of intellectual property and legal considerations for communications with customers in the midst of this global pandemic. Laura, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So as retailers, restaurants, and businesses across the country are beginning to reopen, how do businesses build and protect their customer goodwill in these incredibly trying times? For retail and hospitality businesses, consumer goodwill associated with their brand can be such a significant asset. It's something that businesses protect with trademark law. And so it's important for businesses to think about how their communications and how their actions in these times will impact that goodwill. As as businesses make decisions about reopening, the safety of their employees and customers is going to be a driving concern. But also, customers are hungry for information about what to expect, what businesses are doing, and what businesses expect of them. And so it's important when communicating about those issues that businesses should consider their brand reputation, how to maintain and develop goodwill, and of course, how to avoid some flubs that, that could potentially harm their goodwill. So you've mentioned communication, which I think is always important. But during this pandemic time, I think people are craving more information. So how can businesses sort of balance that desire with also making sure that they maybe aren't over communicating? So maybe speak to what businesses could be doing to address that right now. In the early days of the situation, we saw a lot of outreach from companies telling the public about how their operations were being impacted by the pandemic. It, It became kind of a running joke that we received emails from every restaurant you had ever visited telling us, you know, what they were doing in wake of COVID. And, and it almost, you know, it got, there got to be some fatigue to that. So again, I think now that businesses are reopening, they do want to balance that we're in it for the long haul. And so they want to be mindful of giving customers updates, but also, you know, knowing that this is going to be an evolving situation and there, there's likely going to be more updates to come. So, so you just have to find that balance and not overwhelming customers with information they really don't want to know versus the curiosity that people do have as to what should be expected of them and, and how businesses are modifying their operations as they reopen. Along those lines, are there legal concerns that businesses should be mindful of when they're communicating with their with customers right now, particularly in the wake of the pandemic? Absolutely. And in those concerns, you know, some of them are not not different from from other concerns. And that's always to communicate in a way that's truthful and not misleading. Customers want to know what businesses are doing and, and businesses need to communicate that accurately in a way that's not misleading. And so being truthful and not misleading is, is certainly crucial. Any communication between a business and a customer can be considered an advertisement and so should be viewed through a lens for legal concerns, whether it's traditional advertising context or on social media, which maybe seems less formal, but still has the same potential liability for businesses. There are state false advertising and unfair competition statutes that that really can create scrutiny for regulators and from law enforcement for any false or misleading statements. So it's important that businesses really evaluate 
what are they saying? And are they making any express or implied claims? And how would a consumer reasonably interpret what the business is saying? And if they're making a specific claim, particularly about the efficacy of a product or a service or the safety of something that they're providing, or they're making any sort of claim that that something they're doing is going to have some particular level of effectiveness against a virus or a germ, then it's important that they have reliable support for those claims. And then businesses should also remember other basics that still apply. When a business is is making some sort of communication or if they're using sound or images or individuals appear in their communications, does the company have the right to use that content? Are there any third-party trademarks that appear in the communications and, you know, do they have rights to use those those third-party that third-party content? The next concern is whether any disclosures are going to be necessary, particularly if a company is communicating some sort of endorsement, whether it's by a customer or an employee or otherwise, there are guidelines from the Federal Trade Commission that could require disclosure of any material connections between the company and the endorser. And those guidelines also address how the disclosure is communicated and the sufficiency of the disclosure. Again, claim substantiation, which we touched on before, is important. Does the communication make any express or implied claims about a company's products and services? And if so, can they be substantiated? And finally, depending on the nature of the business and where the communication is being made, does it comply with the company's internal policies for advertisements and communications? And also, does it comply with applicable terms and conditions on a particular social media platform if that's how it's being communicated? I'm I'm curious on that last point. Is that more around like employees? I would think of like at a a bigger company that has very well stated policies on advertising and communications and use of social media. Is that more around like employees of the company making sure that they're following those guidelines? Can you give some more specifics on that? Absolutely. It, it applies to employees. And, and think about, too, you know, if you have maybe a smaller business that doesn't have as well of a developed kind of internal policies and procedures, but you just have perhaps an employee who's taking, you know, taking pictures at a restaurant on the reopening night and posting those on social media, you know, maybe they're not as well versed as on some of these concerns, for example. And, you know, they're they're posting pictures of people and and maybe they haven't gotten the right permissions or, you know, just some of those issues that they may inadvertently come across as they're trying to promote what the business is doing. Right. So as you know, our listeners, if someone is leader at a company or owner of a, a small business, even making sure that your employees are well aware of policies and procedures around that, I think is is vital right now because like you said, I mean, I feel like everyone now is in control of communication with everyone having access to social media, but it's it's really important that people know that that is watched and there are, could be legal implications for that as well. Sure. So, you know, we've we've heard a lot about those concerns and it it creates an area of uncertainty for businesses. Certainly there have been talk of some proposals, legislative proposals that might create safe harbors for company to avoid liability, for example, if they were to follow specified guidance of the CDC or their local local government or local authorities on certain issues. But right now that's that's yet to be seen. And so I, I think that the best a business can do is to make sure they're complying with all of the local applicable guidelines and the CDC guidelines and to continue to follow those steps as they evolve. In the interim, I think it would also be prudent for businesses to really document what policies they have in place 
make sure that they're educating their employees on complying with those policies and make sure that they're enforcing those policies. We're hearing talk of businesses concerned with potential liability related to reopening. Can you address those concerns? Sure. Yes, we we have seen that. And I think it is inevitable that that we will continue to see cases either rightfully or wrongfully where somebody feels that that something isn't being done quite right. They're going to post it. Maybe they'll report it to a local authority. But we're going to be seeing that as people are, are re-entering establishments. It certainly creates a risk of investigation by local authorities if the behavior shows some sort of violation of a local law. And it's also going to be damaging, potentially damaging to your brand if it gives customers the impression that maybe you're not taking these guidelines seriously, or maybe you know a situation could be unsafe to them if, if they were to visit your establishment. So uh, once again, I think communicating with the public with and, and letting people know what you expect from your patrons, training your employees and enforcing your policies are, are going to be crucial to avoid those sorts of things. And then the next issue that we're seeing you know, a little bit of is everybody's a skeptic of what they see on social media. I know we've we saw pictures of crowded beaches in Florida and California, and immediately you read comments where people say, that was last spring break, that was two years ago, that's you know an old image. So I think that, that's certainly a separate topic. If if your business is you know following all of the rules and somebody posts a picture from St. Patrick's Day two years ago to give the impression that you're doing something wrong, that that's a whole different you know, bucket of concerns. And at that point, would likely want to craft a public response, utilize available ways to remove that image from social media or dispute its validity, you know, wherever it appears. And and then still, you may be subject to some sort of investigation by local authorities. And, and that may be something where you need to engage counsel to represent your interests. In the digital age, it is inevitable that there will be customers snapping photos and posting to social media channels when they spot a business not abiding by CDC guidelines. How can retailers, restaurants, and hotels be prepared for this and manage their reputation? Yeah, that's that's a great question. And I think it really comes down to the basics of normal rules still apply. The law is still here. We don't want to skip steps because we're in a pandemic. So when we think about protecting our brand and, and protecting our IP rights, it's really basics of businesses should remember their obligations to police and enforce their brand rights. We're still seeing companies on both the sending and the receiving ends of cease and desist letters. And it's important in creating new brands or in in launching new products for companies to still continue to adopt clearance processes to make sure that they're not infringing on somebody else's rights and to make sure that they're creating a brand that's going to be protectable and not subject to an infringement by somebody else. Uh, Courts are still operating. Last month, we saw a U.S. Supreme Court ruling on that makes it easier for brand owners to recover profits from parties that infringe their trademark rights, even if the defendant was not willful in its infringement. So, you know, we still are seeing everyday kind of normal intellectual property litigation and dispute issues are, are going on. So just because we're in this pandemic environment, businesses need to make sure not to skip kind of their basic steps in being diligent as they adopt new trademarks and in policing and enforcing their rights. So, Laura, are there any resources that you would point our listeners to right now to find additional information on this topic? Sure. I think, you know, these are issues that that every retail business, every restaurant across the country is either facing now or, or maybe facing in the next 
you know, weeks and months as different phases in their locations, you know, have relaxed restrictions or they're permitted to do more um, under their local laws. So I think it's really important for businesses to be in touch with their, you know, local health departments, local local cities to, to learn about and to make sure they're complying with any local ordinances, um, local industry and trade groups, local chambers of commerce, for example, these are, these groups are all, you know, paying attention to these issues and, and what may be permissible or what may be promoted in one area may be different from another area. So I think it is, you know, critical for businesses to really consider these issues at a local level um, when they're, when they're planning. Almost seems like some of them are, you know, taking those what you know small precautions that I think will go a long way in saying like we care about keeping our our employees and our customers healthy. Like they are equally important to us, and you know it's amazing just thinking about different grocery store experiences. And while some grocery stores, it's like none of the workers are wearing masks, and they're they're just allowing however many people can come into the store. And then you've got you know I go to another grocery store and it's one in, one out, everyone's wearing masks and they've got the plexiglass up. So I think a lot of that does go back to kind of how people experience your brand. I know it's a little different than like how you communicate and advertise, but it all sort of ties back to the bigger picture. And I think when you take that, those sort of additional steps that may not even be required of you, that you also avoid some of those opportunities for people posting things on social media and giving you a reason to say something about the brand. Thank you for listening to this episode of Point by Point, brought to you by Waller. Visit the news and insights section of our website to listen to more episodes, subscribe to the podcast, find show notes and more.